Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, where downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app and using code promo code DNVR is going to get you $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on the NFL. That's code DNVR only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. I am Patrick Lyons. I am Susie Hunter. Patrick, I was really hoping that you were going to start the show in your Kermit voice like you were doing before we went on. I don't know what you're talking about. We test the mics in various different ways, and I just want to make sure all the octaves were properly aligned. We're going to be properly aligned today because we? although we had an off day on Monday, the isotopes were in action. We'll talk about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll look at you know who's been playing really well in the month of September. We don't want to uh, give out our end-of-season awards just yet, but let's highlight a couple guys yes. that have been doing well. We'll look at some comments that Bill Schmidt made over the weekend, examine them a little bit more. Do we have hope after what he said? Is it hype or is it maybe more of the same? I, I don't know. And We're going to break it down. And we'll, we'll take a, a look yeah. around the league, as it were. There's some things going on. There's a lot going on. The league. The league. The league has a lot happening, <laughs> wouldn't we say? There's a lot. I do want to start in Albuquerque because the Ice Stoves played a rare Monday night game. I mean, they only have a couple more games left. They, uh, they Literally only Tuesday. two games left, yeah. Yeah, Tuesday uh, uh, and on Wednesday. Of course, we'll, we'll also get to the, the Rockies in San Francisco. Highlight that series, let you know who's going to be pitching. Uh, but they won 15-4, to and we mentioned it because Noah Davis, we talked about it on Sunday. <laughs> Yay, he got to play. He finally got to play. He made his AAA debut after going from Hartford to Colorado, to Albuquerque, the yeah. path of Noah Davis. He had a connecting flight going through Coors Field, apparently, <laughs> with a one-week layover. a really long layover. It's very strange how that works out. Yeah, only gave up one run and four and two-thirds innings pitch, so that was great. But Brenton Doyle, I mean, it, has he done enough to maybe suggest the Rockies need to uh, call him up and maybe make his debut on the road? He hit two home runs last night uh, in that 15-4 to win. Uh, and he's been pretty fantastic in the last week since he's been promoted from Hartford. Yeah, and he's only yeah he's only been up here for seven games, but yeah. a 448 batting average. That's solid. Already. 500 on base percentage, mm-hmm. uh, slugging percentage close to 900. Uh, three homers in that span, and again, seven games, eight RBI. That's pretty good. That's I I like that. Let's let's get him up there. Yeah, he uh, he's a guy that they will have to protect. Uh, in late November uh, to put on the 40-man roster or else uh, he will be exposed to the Rule 5 draft. Anytime that happens in November, you know, there's guys you say, oh, maybe another team will take a you know a flyer on this guy. Like, ah, then maybe they should have protected him. Jake Bird was a guy. He didn't get protected. 
there wasn't another team that was uh, you know interested and saw him uh, as a big league uh, reliever to start the season. And he ended up contributing, you know, really nicely. Mm-hmm. Willie McIver was one of those guys last year I thought maybe would have gotten protected. Another team kind of liking uh, a defensive catcher that has a little bit of speed and, and can hit. Uh, Doyle seems to be one of those guys who will be safe. He'll get protected. But there'll be a few other ones that, you know, we'll have to wait and see in the Rule 5 draft because uh, mm-hmm. it'll be back this year. That There wasn't one last year. Uh, so so uh, who's, who's at the highest risk? I mean, it, it's really, you know, the first guy that, that comes off. In fact, you know, that, that leads to me to something that I, I didn't write down, or maybe I did, and, and we'll talk about it with Bill Schmidt, like who's going to be around next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, I, and I sort of was speculating that three of the Rockies fan favorites might be gone next oh. year. Connor Joe yeah. could be a candidate for, you know, designation for mm-hmm. assignment. Sam Hilliard might just need a change of scenery. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he's down in AAA, obviously. You know, how do the Rockies feel about him? And that could be somewhat of an indicator. And then Witten Bernard, depending on what they do, mm-hmm. you know, that's you know additional depth. So all three of those guys on the forty-man roster, you're going to need to make room on the forty-man. There's guys already that are going to be free agents that will help create some room. But in order to protect a guy like Bretton Doyle, put him on the forty-man roster, warming Bernabel, uh, players of that uh, caliber. We could see Joe Hilliard and Bernard all in the same year. That would be wild. That would be wild, but honestly, would not even be surprised. I, I think two. I think there's no way that all three. I, I don't know why. Maybe partially because they all play the same position. Yeah, right? they're all outfielders. Yeah, like there's a way. Maybe all three of them do get pushed off the forty man, but someone like Bernard comes back. Mm-hmm. You know, signs a triple A deal, and so he'll still be in the organization. But it, it, I honestly would be a little surprising. I th- again, just because I think they're all outfielders, they all still have a little bit of upside. They all have value. Yeah, you know? but you know, technically, every single Rocky is an outfielder. <laughs> You're not wrong about that. <laughs> Technically, <laughs> you you are definitely not wrong about that. So let's go ahead and jump into the best players uh, in the month of September. Relatively speaking, again, uh, you know they they had a road trip. Uh, they they were at home for just a little bit. So we'll kind of highlight some of the guys because again, we've got nine games in California, but uh, th- there's some guys that we need to to point out, highlight, and we're gonna do that with. The Blaze Street Bombers. We haven't done one in a while. We have not. Logistically, I think it worked out. Something with the All-Star break. And uh, I was in San Diego, you know, sort of to end July to open up in August. So we didn't get a chance to do that. Uh, So let's go ahead and take a look at number five on September's Blaze Street Bombers. Daniel Bard. There's really hasn't been anybody better than him. He's been consistent every single month in the back of that bullpen. Mm-hmm. 32 saves, 32 out of 35 opportunities. Did get the win in the extra inning uh, victory there on Friday night. He has been so incredibly solid for them in the ninth inning. He is. Whenever you see Daniel Bard coming into a game, you're like, okay, this is in good hands. And that is a, that's a great sign. He's the most reliable dude, and we need that in the bullpen. Absolutely, yeah. You can understand why you know he was extended for two more years. You also understand, you know, a lot of people saying, "Well, if you're not going to contend, what do you need this kind of reliever for?" Especially if you can turn around and trade him uh, for some prospects. Yes, that uh, that definitely makes sense. But uh, he'll be back there, and you might almost need him back there. Especially Kinley's going to be a while till he gets back. We don't. We mm-hmm. gotta. We're holding our breath on Lucas Gilbreth. Uh, if Estevez leads leaves in free agency, there might be nobody back there whatsoever. So, having a guy in the ninth inning, you know, could be you know somewhat important so that you do avoid a hundred loss season. But yeah. I, I don't. I don't think we're we're ahead of there yet, and certainly not after you hear some of the comments from Bill Schmidt, uh, <laughs> where that goes. Uh, but let's look at number four uh, in this month's Blaze Street Bombers, Mister Allen. Trejo, I think since Tovar has come up, he's quieted a little bit, but that's only three games overall. Yeah. He's been really solid. He's been so solid. And, you know, I always think back to the start of the season when he was up with the Rockies and Buddy just could not say enough about yeah. how great he was coming off the bench. He went back down to AAA. But when he came back, he was still solid. He contributes. And uh, I just I love to see that from him. Yeah, just under 300, uh, at least headed into this weekend. You know, had some uh, some struggles at the plate against the Padres, but four doubles, two homers. He had eight RBI in his first 17 games, doing that mm-hmm. in the ninth spot in the order, too. That's another one of those things. So uh, providing a, a lot of value there. And, of course, uh, his walk-off did help 
punctuate the fireworks. He gave us a little the fireworks before the fireworks. The, that, the, they were fireworks before the fireworks. That walk-off was electric. Pre-fireworks fireworks are always nice. <laughs> Number three on our list of Blaze Street Bombers would be Mr. Jonathan Daza. Since he's come off the IL, that separated shoulder, and you thought, well, that's probably going to be his season. He's been ridiculous. Uh, was hitting 357 in his first 14 games uh, in the month of, of September. Was reaching base safely just about every game. Seems like he has two hits in just about every game, mm-hmm. nine of them at least, uh, to my recollection. And he's really helped solidify the top part of that order. He's not going to give you a walk all that often. Uh, I think he did have a couple this weekend, I can recall. Uh, you know, he's not going to chase, but he's going to put the bat on the ball. Uh, and I think, you know, next year that could be even more valuable with strikeout rates probably coming down. Maybe he has a little bit more power. We see more than just the two home runs that he has this year. Uh, but he's he's really stepped up, I think, a little bit to make you say, okay, I, I still want to see some more of Jonathan Daza. Maybe he's reached a ceiling, maybe. But again, really good defensively in the outfield. Uh, he deserves to be highlighted here. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, when he dislocated his shoulder, I mean, I think a lot of us were concerned we weren't going to see him at all for the rest of the season. So I feel like anything we get out of him is just a bonus. It's gravy right on top of that. It's gravy. All right, number two, let's go ahead and throw out Sunday start. But yeah, Mr. (laughs) Kyle Freeland uh, still in his, his previous four starts, two and one, Sub-2 ERA, 1.48 to be exact. 20 strikeouts and six walks uh, before that Padres game. Three out of four quality starts. And the one that he didn't have a quality start, he just missed it by one out. So uh, he you know, he finished his season somewhat solid. Uh, again, we'll have to throw out that Padres start. He's the only starter right now in the rotation that will only have one more start to go. Everyone else will have two to kind oh, of finish on a high note. He's just going to have the one, but it will be against the Dodgers. So he's uh, he's definitely... He's got some bullets left in the chamber because he didn't throw a lot of pitches. Mm-hmm. He had 65 on, on Sunday because uh, you know he got knocked around a little bit. So he'll definitely be looking to uh, finish on a high note. Yes, for sure. Yeah, I think I think everyone wants to throw out that Sunday start. Number, number Especially one. Especially Kyle. Yes. Especially Kyle. Number Kale, one. Any, any guesses as to who the best player we had in the month? <laughs> <laughs> now that you've already put it up. <laughs> Hopefully you have a very good guess. <laughs> Hmm, let me think. Is it CJ Crone? Christopher John Crone. Actually, is it John? Is his middle name? I think so. Yeah, I think it is too. Christopher John right. Crone, son of Chris Crone yeah, and his brother's Kevin Crone. Yeah. Yes, it is Christopher. He's Christopher John Crone Jr. Okay, yeah, yeah. In case you're wondering, Chris, he he's a junior. Chris. So technically, he's he's a CJ CJ. That was, he's a true CJ. He's a, he's a double he's CJ. He's not one of those fake CJs that are out there, which you cannot stand. I did find it very funny when Bill Schmidt's running through all the players, you know, who had a good year offensively, talking about Randall Gritchick, you know, good, maybe not as, as great as we would have hoped. And Jose Iglesias, he, he said, you know, we've got Chris out there, uh, CJ Crone. He's like, he's like, who calls he, him Chris? Does, I know. I, I was know. wondering. I'm like, does Bill Schmidt call CJ Crone Chris? I could just see him maybe. like passing him in the hallway, like Christopher. How are you doing, Chris? Maybe like throw you throw Chrissy out there. I mean, if he was if he was more Italian, I don't know if Crones could be Italian, but you throw Chrissy out there for Italian guys, right? Do you? <laughs> yeah, Chrissy. Well, uh, a, a good a good old pal of mine, Christopher Moltisanti. Um, you know, we call Chrissy from once in a while. Oh, I like that. Okay, you yeah. Go, you go deep on The Sopranos? No, I haven't uh, watched it. Okay. Well, because when it was on, it was like a little, I was a little too young to be watching The Sopranos when it was originally on. It's good. So I just haven't gotten around to it. Got to rewatch it. Chrome, five homers, 15 yes. RBI. He's one shy of getting to 30. We did see him back in the lineup, thankfully. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that, that wrist, that hand uh, that he ha- does wear a little guard on was protected. So that's nice. You hope he gets that last one. He's over the 100 RBI total. I think that's his first time. Uh, did have 30 homers, uh, I believe, with Tampa Bay a couple years ago. So... We hope he gets the 30, uh, and that's mm-hmm. that's super huge. Appreciate the super chat. Yo, yes. we got a super chat. Let's Maybe, go. Shall we get into it? Let's, let's, let's do it. Let's get into it. When you have a super chat, you get you you get first crack here. We, we're going to jump into it right away. Okay. Uh, let's let's not fight over who reads it. You've got the glasses, so you know what? I'm going to let you win this Okay, one. okay. <laughs> like I've already started. You can all see me squinting. Okay, super chat from Burge. 
Berge. At some point in this broadcast or the next or your talk with Drew, can you break down what is known about what the Dodgers are doing in their player development system? That's a great question. That is definitely something we'll have to get into. Uh, Tyler Anderson, Yancy Almonte, Mm -hmm. obviously they've had phenomenal years. I mean, you could look about just about anybody. You know, Andrew Heaney was really successful once he signed there. You go, well, you know, Heaney's going to be, you know, really solid. You know, what they were able to get out of Tony Gonsolin, a guy that was probably overlooked a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the things I will say, and, and, and we'll talk more about this with Drew Goodman, is that um, they do something crazy. They have like, uh, maybe it's biogenetics, but when you come into their organization, they are going to like screen you for everything Mm -hmm. and they'll be able to tell you if you have like a slight imbalance where maybe you put too much weight on your right knee maybe that's because you had an injury to your left ankle and they will work and make sure that you are balanced they will make sure and say all right well we got to work on this Uh, let's take a little bit more pressure off that right knee let's strengthen up that left ankle whatever it may be uh you know strengthen the hips they will go through and make sure that any of those underlying injuries don't like it doesn't come to fruition. Mm-hmm. I, I was I was speaking with someone recently about, you know, having an injury and needing hip surgery at like 27 years old. I was like, oh, I was always athletic, didn't have any issues, but there are those underlying things that mm-hmm. sometimes will come to fruition if it's if it's sort of not treated, right? And you think, yeah. oh, I've been able to get away with it, but there's that wear and tear over time. Mm-hmm. And if it's if it's not discovered, you know, it could be problematic. The Dodgers will catch those things yes. and work on that for their, those guys. So they are getting, you know, that much more out of it. They spend a lot of money on analytics to figure out what's been successful for guys. Hey, you know what? Just throw this pitch. It's fine. Like, you know, don't <laughs> don't worry about that. Don't get too crazy with it. So uh, Bears, appreciate that. 7191. We'll also bring it up, of course, yes. uh, on uh, – Thursday. I was going to say, speaking of Yancey, last time he was here in Colorado, I chatted with him about, you know, just what he has changed since. Right. Since he was a Rocky and also about grilled cheese sandwiches. There's a reason why. So we're going to that'll be tomorrow on tomorrow. Susie show. I got some audio. So keep an eye out for that. I mean, I think you just gave away the spoiler that the Dodgers player development, they feed their guys grilled cheese sandwiches. No. Oh, it's the opposite of that. It is. Oh, well, then now I got to listen. You got to listen now. We all got to listen. You you think you know, but you have no idea. Oh, man. No idea. Patrick, you're embarrassing yourself right now. Real world. I I am. (laughs) But you're looking, I'm going to save the day by saying you have no idea how good it is to be a member of the DNVR.com until you make it official. Now, if you had an annual membership, you know you get a free shirt from DNVRlocker.com. But hey, if you're looking to get a feel for what the buzz is all about uh, with the members only Discord access to that, discounts on the tailgates that we got for the Broncos. It's always popping off for that. Uh, upcoming Nuggets watch parties, things of that nature. Uh, you get discounts on that. $15 off, excuse me, 15% off. So it actually could be more than that depending on how big your party <laughs> is and how crazy you're getting popping those bottles of champagne. But 15% off your tab here on the corner of Colfax and York at the DNVR bar. And you could do that with a little sampling with 50 cents for your first month if you want to get in on that. Uh, and if you want to make sure that you're getting the best seats even up until the last minute, you got to go to Game Time. Game Time tickets in the Game Time app. It's never been easier to get seats on the 50-yard line, behind home plate. You name it. You know those giant series we talked about it, even in San Francisco. If you want to go out there, and, and look, it, coffee shop can be expensive. They're going to kick you out after an hour or two. <laughs> I did the math. You can If you go in when the game starts at Oracle Park and you, you know, hang around for 15, 20 minutes, walk around a little bit after the final out, six hours in San Francisco – for three bucks. I, That's Patrick, so cheap. I'm concerned about your loitering, but continue. Look, game time will allow you to <laughs> loiter. Uh, you could have seen the entire Giant series for under $10. In fact, if you wanted to bump it up and get extra tickets, you can get extra uh, dollar hot dog seats. Did you see what Kale just had up on the screen? They've already got tickets up there for next, next season. season. No, next I did season. not. We've got opening day going. They're a little pricey right now. You got to wait until closer to... <laughs> 
closer first pitch. But yeah, we've got still that's that. not too bad. That's not too bad. That's not. But yeah, you wait to the last minute, and then the sellers say, "Look, I'd rather get something than nothing." Uh, and you could get like sixty percent off. That's what happened to me when my first show. Mm-hmm. Uh, that ended up going to Red Rock, so uh, I, I did not regret it. You won't either. So join over the fifteen million people who have downloaded the Game Time app and score the best seats to all your favorite events, and hit the link in our description to save. Look, that's how you can help support us and support them and support yourself financially. You can also help yourself uh, by getting the Nuggets and the Avs all in one space, all in one place. Same thing as the NFL Network, just like AT&T Sportsnet where you can watch the Rockies. Uh, you get so many great channels and crystal clear HD with Evoca TV, the new goat in Colorado sports, greatest of all television. You want to be the remote goat, you got to do it at evoca.tv slash Colorado 10, E-V-O-C-A dot TV slash Colorado 10. No contracts, no catches. Ivaca is TV made for champions of the remote. Yes. The other thing I wanted to mention uh, with Albuquerque was... The hill? It's official. Isotopes Hill, which I've never actually heard anyone call it Isotopes Hill. There's the hill at the lab, you know, at Isotopes Park. Yeah. <laughs> but the Topes Slope. The Topes Slope. I feel slope. like that is the proper name. Uh, we've also learned over the years that some folks have called it Glen Allen Hill. <laughs> After the former <laughs> manager, uh, I very unsuccessfully petitioned that it should be called uh, after their most recent and current manager, Warren Schaefer. It should be called Warren Peak. But regardless, <laughs> it's it's going away. It's going away. Yeah, fans will have the opportunity after Wednesday's game to go out and take pictures on it. I legit had a thought of like, I I want to go. Like, Are you I thinking about how you can make there. it down there? I mean, I know how. It's just no, like do I actually wise. do it? <laughs> Ah, no, I, I'm not going to be doing it, but I, I want to. Like, it, it pulled me in just knowing that you have that opportunity. And the video package they put together I thought was, was really, really cool. It was weirdly moving Center for, a, for a plot of grass. Honestly, I, <laughs> I very much was moved. I was like, oh, yeah. my God, like, this is kind of a big deal. And they showed some highlights, you know, of Sam Hilliard, mm-hmm. Warren, uh, Wynton Bernard, of course. Ryan Tapia has made some great plays out in center yes. field. Yes. Which was um, fantastic. And it's so funny, too, because when Winton came on the show earlier this season, you know, he told us about this he and we're like, it. OK, well, like, but is this really going to happen? And it's it's really happening because there were rumors that it was going rumors. away for like every year it was going away. But when he said it, I feel like it gave it more validity. And it's like I, I had the thought and, you know, GM John Traub, you know, did say that mm-hmm. uh, in the video that, hey, minor league baseball wants the facilities to be safe. Uh, to yeah. be uniform in a lot of ways, you know, the outfield doesn't have to truly be uniform. Um, but you can't have know. a you can't have a hill that guys have to run up. Like it's kind of yeah. I'm kind of surprised that it has been there for that long. Yeah. So I'm, true. I I think I think it'll just be better for everyone if we say our farewells. And the Dodgers affiliate, you know, Dodgers, you know, had them as an affiliate, and so you'd have thought they might have stepped in and said, "Hey, yeah. enough of the nonsense. We don't want anyone getting hurt." And to our knowledge, no one has gotten hurt. Um, but man, fun plays. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's definitely been fun to watch over the years. So RIP yeah. to the taupe slope. That, that, that really did bum me out. Yeah. It bummed me out in a major way. Oh, Irod uh, hopped in RIP isotopes Hill. Appreciate it. Irod. He's, he's a, he's an Albuquerque guy. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was a, a bummer to see. Uh, but what was not a bummer was getting a chance to talk with GM Bill Schmidt, uh, he discussed a little bit about, hey, what's the plan? Will there be some significant offseason moves? What's going on with the payroll? He said they'll kind of discuss that in the offseason. Gave a lot of, I'm not going to say non-answers, but, you know, the talking around certain things to not tip yeah. the hand. And and sometimes, you know, I feel like you you may need to do that, you know, where you say, hey, look, uh, maybe we don't value this guy or we need to improve this area. And now that's going to hurt you in negotiations going forward. But I think right now at this point, uh, Rockies fans want to know that there you know, really is a good plan going forward and that they are really evaluating their processes, which you know he said they are, didn't explain exactly how, but you know, it, it can't be the same old, same old in general. Who's, who's going to be here? Who's not? What do they need? Uh, it did sound like as far as things that they need, a leadoff hitter, mm-hmm. uh, you know, could be towards the top of that list, which is kind of an odd thing because that's not a position. That's just a spot mm-hmm. in the order. It's just a concept. It's just a concept. Yes. Right? Uh, I don't know if you go back to Ryan McMahon again. 
you know, he sees more pitches on base percentage, you know, leaves a little bit something to be desired. Mm-hmm. Daza, you know, doesn't necessarily take enough pitches, doesn't draw enough walks. So in general, on base percentage isn't terribly high, but maybe you could squint and kind of, you know, do that. But if you, if you've kind of, if you, maybe if you pigeonhole yourself too much and say, oh, we need, just need a, you know, leadoff hitter, you might end up paying more than you need to in free agency. So mm-hmm. I understand why they're a little <laughs> bit guarded, but. Uh, that's I, I a very great much way. See it as a need. That's a great way to just describe everything Bill Schmidt had to say. Everything was very guarded. It was very guarded. Yeah, yeah. Let's so let's actually take a look at, at at some of those comments. He did start off, you know, by saying, "Just want to thank the fans for their support this year. Their backing is not lost on all of our staff or our players. We don't take it for granted. We truly appreciate everything." You do for us, so uh, that was you know that was a good little precursor and preamble mm-hmm. to to start things off. Um, you know, a, a good note, and you know, buddy, you know, said the exact same thing. So uh, that was important, you know, to kind of to set the tone there, because again, what he says, we hear it and we push it out to everyone else. Yeah, because there were actually some people um, I think I saw on Twitter, maybe it was our members only Discord, of like, hey, where can I hear this little press conference thing? And it was all. It, it it was a it was more of a media availability kind of thing. It wasn't anything that was pushed out. So yeah, our quotes are, are the the only place they can hear just about anything. <laughs> yeah, um, Chris Bryant. So this was this was his quote on Chris Bryant. He didn't really focus a lot on hey the reason why you know we're we may or may not win more than sixty eight and a half games uh, is because. Chris Bryant, he didn't didn't put all that on him, but he did say, uh, "quote Chris has always told me I'm gonna play. A little freakish injury, right? The back or plantar fasciitis. You can't plan on these things." Uh, Schmidt said uh, about Chris Bryant, which mm. could be a little bit worrisome because I think after the season, the questions will really start to rise up. They did with Ian Desmond at first. He at least posted. He had he had some good numbers. He was here every single day. Uh, but Bryant making nearly three times as much, certainly two and a half times as much as Desmond did in his deal. He does have you know somewhat some injuries in his past. Uh, doesn't have a ton of you know 150 games or even 140 games played type of seasons. Mm-hmm. So those questions are going to start to come up. That yay, freak injuries happen, but. That that's an indicator that this player could be injury prone, mm-hmm. and that that's a concern. Still got a lot more years left with Chris Bryant around. Yes, and wow. I mean, I just can't say enough how I'm surprised how this season went. So yeah. zero homers at Coors Field. <clears throat> uh, next quote from Mr. Bill Schmidt, Rockies GM. He said, "Quote: uh, I still believe we have pieces here to be good. We still need some more. We're not where we need to be." So. Again, um, I'm not going to say doubling down, but going back to the this idea that the team that you know started off well in, in 2020, but that was over the course of 14 games where they were 11-3, mm-hmm. and three, fell off the map. Uh, they traded Nolan Arenado right away. Trevor Story left in free agency. John Gray left in free agency. You saw what they did with 74 wins in 2021. Largely brought back the same team. Sure, you swap out you know, a story for... Uh, a Chris Bryant, mm-hmm. and you know you make up for John Gray with Chad Cool and a and a couple of other players here and there, and and so again, generally the same team. They're not going to get back to seventy four wins, and you're saying, hey, I I still believe we've got the pieces here that we need. There are useful pieces here, but there are much bigger pieces still missing. Yes, and we didn't we didn't we didn't hear that you know really get acknowledged. Yeah, you know that's a really good point that you've brought up. We definitely we've, we we backslid this year. I think so. Yeah, I think so. You know, you, you didn't see a lot of guys take a step forward. I mean, Brendan Rodgers would really be the only guy that you would say you know took a step forward. And even still, in April, was really bad. Mm-hmm. Got out of his way there. September we didn't get much from him. So it's really only four months of that. Whereas everyone else kind of treaded water um, or water. And uh, or or just totally backslid. It was the it, listen. It was the summer of B Rod. It wasn't the spring and it wasn't the fall. It's just the summer of B Rod. Yeah, back backsliding. The story of the 2022 Colorado Rockies. Oh, yeah, because um, I yeah we're not so sure we're gonna even get that 69th win. And I want to talk about that too because you do want to talk about that's it. concerning. I'm I'm a little concerned for sure. Uh, when when pressed about like specific moves about what are the areas of need because that's the thing with the Rockies is I think they. 
they've got good or average and some slightly above average players in certain areas, but they have it in just about all areas. They lack lack depth, we know, but they've got that in all areas. So you you need big upgrades, you know, mm-hmm. to to get to that extra level. And it's like if you have a, a roster of, you know, maybe league average type players, you're going to have a league average type season where maybe at best you can be over 500. So you need some guys to do a lot more heavy lifting, and th- that requires that requires making some big moves. Uh, yeah. and that remains to be seen if they're going to be doing that. I want to talk about a comment that we have going on. Um, so Rocky said, next spring will. I'm assuming he's responding to he, – that came up right after I was talking about how it was the summer of B-Rod. Mm-hmm. Uh, but next year will be the first full spring training mm-hmm. since 2019. Which, like, do we not – factor that in enough that there hasn't really been a full spring training in a couple of years. Yeah. No, I, I think it's important to mention undoubtedly. Um, and, and I, I find that to be interesting how, you know, some folks might break down the Rockies uh, currently previously and, and kind of evaluating <laughs> them and say, Hey, let's, let's give them some slack because of X, Y, and Z. And you say, Hey, give them some slack, right? You, you had a, you know, pitchers only had three weeks to, to get started to go into their season. Is that why, you know, virtually everybody has a five or higher ERA in the starting rotation? Sure. But look around the league. There are mm-hmm. 29 other teams that had to deal with the exact same thing. 29 mm-hmm. other teams, you know, played 60 games in 2020. And so that messed with guys' trajectory or, hey, they didn't have a minor league season in 2020. What does that do for player development in the minor leagues? Um, you know, last year, obviously, uh, well, last year was a, was a normal spring training. Uh, I'm trying to think if, if there was anything off the top of my head in 2021. Oh, you know what? 2021 was a year. It just wasn't normal for fans being able to go and watch and participate. Um, but, but it it is just normal for the baseball world where fans can go every, we're all going to be on the same page. We hope for 2023 mm-hmm. uh, but but that is a true point so again you can look and say hey in a in a maybe in a vacuum oh the rockies have this disadvantage or whatever all 30 teams have these disadvantages mm-hmm. and so who's able to manage them best who's able to get over that hurdle you look and they say oh the rockies haven't the rockies haven't so no. you, you can't use those excuses you can't look at everything and say oh well you know what our minor league system where is it at you know in the in the low 20s at the start of the season well hey they didn't have a minor league season in 2020 well, no one did. Yeah. Right. And, um, you know, so, so there are all of those things in general, uh, to point out, but, I, but I think it is important to know, at least for certain individual players, it impacts them maybe more than others. Uh, final quote from Bill Schmidt when asked to, to really try to pin down what are those areas to, to improve. And it was just, well, improve our offense and we're going to need to improve our pitching depth. So, uh, again, not that these are just general yeah. kind of things. Uh, unfortunately, you understand why, but uh, how are you going to improve the offense? Having a better leadoff hitter, I think, uh, is going to be important. As far as pitching depth is concerned, you hope to maybe get back at Peter Lambert and Ryan Rollison as a as pitching depth guys. But right now, they're just really triple A type pitching depth. Yeah, you know the the problem with having a starting rotation full of, you know, and I I, I we all know Kyle Freeland. Cy Young Award conversation there, fourth place in 2018. We know what he can do. Herman Marquez is still incredibly young, and you go, this is a guy on on any day can go out and throw a no-hitter and could potentially put it together and have a Cy Young quality season and, and, and be in the voting and play for that. We know what their ceiling is, but right now both those guys might be more like number three type starters. Mm. I expect them maybe Marquez to be more of a number two type starter next year. Um, but you could say looking at the numbers, they have an entire rotation of number four starters. So having yeah. more pitching depth means, all right, so we're going to get some number five, number six type starters. That doesn't help you out if you don't have a true number one or number two or even a number three kind of starter. So that even doesn't solve it in and of itself as yeah. well. Patrick, that's a great point. It's a depressing point. It's a depressing point. I'm sorry here, but there's still there's still plenty to be excited I about. I my therapist watches this show. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Look, 
Look, first and foremost, you shouldn't. Your life and your happiness shouldn't revolve around sports in that way, and certainly not the Rockies, uh, <laughs> if 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 that's anything to be uh, indicated. But your health probably should, and that's why you got to start your day off the right way with Athletic Greens. It's what we do. Uh, it's what's been successful for us. One scoop, and you get seventy-five high-quality whole food source superfood probiotics, minerals, adaptogens. You name it, it'll get you going before that first cup of coffee because you really shouldn't have it. You know, within your first ninety minutes of of being awake. Yes, and you so, say this all the time. I do. You unprompted, know, unprompted, just around the office, and, and it works. <laughs> uh, Athletic Greens is that bridge to get you there, uh, to get you what you need. Uh, and right now, they're going to give you a free one year supply of immune supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. So if you're on the road or if you want to take your athletic greens on the road, I don't know if there's too many people who like wake up, roll out of bed, throw on their clothes, and then drive to work. We know some folks, that's, hey, that's how they, they got to do it, right? Uh, but you got your travel packs to take with you for Athletic Greens. Get all of that and more at athleticgreens.com slash ROC. Those are the first three letters of Rockies. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash ROC. And take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. If you need dental insurance, Green Mountain Dental Group is the way to go. They're going to take great care of your chompers. If you mention DNVR Sports, you're going to get a $300 discount for a full orthodontics treatment for new patients. You can also get a free set of bleach trays at $350 value with a new patient cleaning, exam, and x-ray. They're 15 minutes from downtown Denver. It's Green Mountain Dental Group. They rock. That is first, excuse me, that's first on my list this off-season. I'm like, I need a dentist appointment. Is the chompers. I need the chompers. I want some white trays. White trays. Yes. I mean, again, they... Some will make your teeth sensitive, but not the ones that Green Mountain Dental do, uh, use. They they make sure that uh, they've sussed out all the all the well the, all the all the people that are sus. Yeah, all the trays that are sus. They <laughs> they take great care of it, dude. Rockies, man, they've got to go. They've got to go four and five on this trip <laughs> oh. to hit the over. It's not happening. They, I mean, I don't think it's gonna happen. It's highly unlikely practically 500 so they've they so tonight is almost a must win right mm -hmm. if you don't win tonight you're gonna take the next two from the giants possible but again you're you're putting yourself into a hole. giants already have the rockies number they just swept them in colorado yeah. a four game sweep too yes not and again, just any sweep and Marquez is on the hill, so you got to think he's going to be one that does that. In fact, he was in San Francisco when he had uh, one of his first near no-hitters in 2019, if you recall. Um, so tonight almost becomes a must-win. Then you win one more game in San Francisco, and then you got to go 2-4 and four against L.A. Because if not, now you got to go 3-3. Three and three. you got to split with the Dodgers in L.A.? If you only win one of the next three, I mean, unless with their, unless the Dodgers decide, you know what, we've won 105 games already. Let's just give these next six to the Rockies. Maybe they'll be generous. But how how are you going to give away a game? Like, <laughs> the team has to take it. You know. <laughs> Yeah, it's not happening. Kale, what do you think? Are the Rockies making it to 69 wins? The math makes it hard to uh, get there at this point. What does your soul say? My soul says no, which is such a, such a shame. Yeah. And, and who would have thought it would have been, they would have been let down by uh, a week at home. Yeah. Right? They went one and six against the Giants and Padres. Two good teams. Padres obviously better than the Giants. But... You you could have gone four and three. That's what I would have hoped. Even if they had gone three and four, they still would have been okay. Yeah. They still would have been okay. And I mean, I'm surprised things didn't go better against the Padres too because the yeah. Padres can't win at Coors Field. Couldn't. Now they can, Except, maybe. Apparently now they can, so good for them. Maybe they can. So Herman Marquez on the hill. He's 8-12 and 12 with a 5.15 ERA. A lot of five ERAs we're going to talk about. Uh, but for the Giants, it's Logan Webb, 14-9. 2.93 ERA on Wednesday. Now, all these games are at 745, by the way, uh, on AT&T Sportsnet. Late night baseball. Or Evoca TV. Mm -hmm. You can watch it there. Uh, Jose Urania, 3-7, 5.34 ERA. Could be a bullpen game. It's to be determined. Mm -hmm. Could be the return of a certain 6'11 is he Is he back yet? Jelly? Yeah. He might be. 
Uh, that's my new favorite baseball player because his name is hysterical and he's seven feet tall. Yeah, well, he's the, only, I'm sorry, he's only 6'11". Well, he's listed as that, but there are some people who think he may actually be seven. It's weird like to like cut off an inch, but that's true. There's, I, I looked it up and there's only been like eight, nine players who've been 6'11", or even 6'10", and taller to ever play at Coors Field. Randy wow. Johnson, one of them. Mm-hmm. Eric Hillman, I think was a name that I saw. John Roush. Not not very many. Not, not many. Very many not guys many. Who've actually done it. So that was a that was a little treat last week. And then Ryan Feldner on Thursday, also still a night game. Three and eight, five point nine one ERA. And maybe finally get to see Carlos Rodon. He's thirteen and eight with a sub three ERA. So Oof. Rocky's got three guys with a well. I'm drawing a blank here. If you have an under three ERA, we say sub three. Mm-hmm. If you have an ERA over five, we say a plus plus five. Yeah, five yeah. plus. Yeah, but but the opposite of sub isn't plus. See, I'm going. I'm going to. Uh, you're over English. You're overthinking it. Look, look. This is this is this is how I do what I do. I know your brain is um, let's unlike take, anyone else's. First off. Did you realize the Cleveland Guardians did something for the first time in their history? They're going to the postseason. <laughs> yes, the Cleveland Guardians. For the first time ever. The Cleveland Guardians are going to the postseason. <laughs> the first time we can say it. Because it's the yeah, first it's, year with this name. Yeah, it's their first year. But you know what? More impressively, they're the youngest team in baseball. Yes. So that is that's actually the impressive part of their soon to be postseason run. What's weird is like I think it still has to be like figured out. There's nobody figuring it out, like by the at bat because you you it's weighted by like at bats from the young players so it does seem as if so they'll we'll we'll double check I hope that doesn't change and they become like the second youngest but ultimately mm-hmm. if you just look at the players in their roster youngest on the team it's only like the eighth time uh, in baseball history that the youngest team in all of baseball has made the postseason it's mm-hmm. gonna happen a lot more now because there's ten spots in the postseason last time it happened 1986 Mets they won the World Series oh wow. Did not realize that was such a young team. It was. Just before my time. Did you uh, see what went down in Kansas City with uh, the, <laughs> the clash in KC? Oh, no. Yes, I did. <laughs> that was wild. I don't remember seeing that at Coors Field. Maybe that happened when they had more fun in like 17, 18. Yeah. Like I, 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 I feel like there's been times in which I've like looked to be like, oh, maybe today's the day that they do it. And then it doesn't happen or someone walks away. But I, I, I've never noticed it, at least at Coors Field, where, Kale, I don't know if you know this is a thing. You might dig this. You know, you, you get on the, you know, you stand in front of your dugout, both teams, you do the national anthem, clap, you wait for the flag to go off, put your cap on, walk back in the dugout. Except once in a while, both teams will just kind of decide in the, the exact same day, or maybe word will, will go on underneath this, the ballpark, hey, Let's see who can stand out here the longest. And two guys will stand out there holding their hat, holding it over their heart, waiting to see who breaks first. Who will stand out there the longest? Have you heard of this? Do you you know that that's a thing? I had not heard of this. That's kind of funny. Yes. It's very funny. In Kansas City, former teammates Luke Weaver and Robbie Ray did it. And the, uh, the, the Mariners went out on the field and no, Kansas City went out. They were on the field. Pitcher was throwing his pitches, and the ump's like, "Get off the field!" <laughs> because they they wouldn't leave because they both wanted to win. The ump ejected both Luke Weaver yep. and Robbie Ray because it's like enough of these shenanigans. Now you're both going to leave. Luke Weaver turned back to his dugout first to be like, "I just got ejected." So the Mariners decided, "Well, we won because he turned back first. Oh. So Robbie Ray got ejected. Still said, "Wow, I can't do any more damage than that." He stuck out. So the Mariners have decided that they are victorious in this. And I agree that, that they won. Yeah. But that's hilarious. That's it's hilarious that they got ejected too. I, I do like that. There, there's, there's some other business around uh, the game of baseball too, huh? We should probably get to. There is. Did you want to talk about some gossip maybe? Oh, gossip. Oh, I didn't know if it was specifically anything like that. Yes, please. <laughs> Very excited. Let's now. get to some gossip. Thought we were just taking a cruise. Oh, that's a new graphic. We need a, a convertible. A Seuss cruise? A Seuss cruise around the league. But no, was, this is more official. This is 
the goss. I was built to be a brand. All right. So first piece of gossip that I heard. Did you hear, Patrick, that Albert Pujols and Yadier Molina already have a golf trip planned this December following their retirement? Would that have been one of the... I'm going to say yes, that's true, because I'm guessing maybe a team gave them that, but I can't think of who. Maybe Atlanta? Say, hey, you can come down to Augusta and golf there. Did I get it? <laughs> yeah, no. Oh. no um, well, I mean, Your kind of. Your reaction is like... It's not right, but it should. It could be. Uh, you know it what? I, I feel like when they went through Atlanta, like I, I feel like you, Albert and Yachty did not get the gifts that they were that like they weren't getting a lot of gifts, and I feel like it yeah. didn't really pick up until they got to Coors Field. And the Rockies said, oh, "Hold on, come on, let's acknowledge these." Yes, guys. yeah. So uh, I don't know if they have a golf trip planned, but they do have the gear for it. The Dodgers gave them these golf bags that's cool um and actually they were gifted to them right before albert hit number 700 yep that game hit two in a game so he uh becomes the the only player 42 or older to have four multi-homer games in his age 42 or or greater season so yeah he's got 700 and thankfully we didn't have to deal with his 700th home run coming on the same day as you know 60 61 or 62 something like that he could um, just have his day. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. like we, that he had his that. day. Um, I want to talk about another gift that they got. Maybe they've got a surf trip planned. San Diego gave them these surfboards. I don't know anything <laughs> about surfboards, but I'm kind of wondering why Albert's is so much bigger than Yachty's. <laughs> like, it's just like the, the size difference in surfboards. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It probably should have been the same size, but I'm digging the digging the long board. Um, no confirmation if Adam Wainwright, who we believe it's also his last year, if he got maybe a, a beautiful stylized and graffitied bodyboard. Maybe if he wants to do any body maybe. surfing. Maybe. He got a little boogie board. Boogie board. That's the boogie board. Body surfing is just using your body. Yes. Uh, but yeah, boogie board. <laughs> we'll have to see if he got a boogie board. Or maybe just a boogie board keychain. That's it. <laughs> That's it. But I thought that was that was perfect for San Diego. Very on brand. That's that's great. Very on brand. The vibes are immaculate. All right, Patrick, I've got another piece of gossip. Dish. Let's dish. Did you dish? Very well said. Did you hear that Christian Yelich Yelich once ate Chipotle for 142 days in a row while in the minors? I did hear that. Yes, that is uh, that's the state of the minor leagues. At least how it used to be. It's just straight up true. Now here's my question. So I commented online about this and I was like, oh, wow, like we really do need to be paying minor leaguers better. And a lot of people came at me saying like, Susie, like Chipotle is expensive. Yes. But well, I'm like, well, first of all, when Yelich was a minor leaguer, it was much, much cheaper. And also you can get multiple meals out of it. And it's kind it's like the cheapest healthy option. At least we think it is. I consider... I I, 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 I I thought I, I feel like if you're eating Chipotle for 142 days in a row, those are struggle meals. <laughs> maybe, maybe. So my 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 cousin Jordan, what's up? Shout out! Uh, <laughs> I turned him on the Taco Bell when he was like in middle school, uh-huh. right? And he's like, Taco Bell is the greatest of all time. Then as I got older, I went to Chipotle, and he's like, All right, Chipotle is the greatest of all time, but it's so expensive. And that was you know it's like 10 years ago, so. Again, if you're struggling financially, that's a lot. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's eight. Back in the day, it was maybe $8 maybe to, to get your burrito. Mm-hmm. And every single day, that that definitely adds up. I guess so. Yeah. Can, I guess so. Can add up. Um, another friend of mine who uh, was an Olympic rower. I'm just going to be dropping names. Just first names. What's up, Sean? Okay. Uh, but he was an <laughs> Olympic rower. He, he represented the United States uh, in, in South Korea. Uh I don't know, maybe about six, six to eight years ago. Mm-hmm. But in order to go to uh, the tryout, you know, he sold some of his items, slept in his car, and he got a gift card. For, I think he maybe had like a thousand bucks, and he would just hang out there, you know, have his phone charge up, and that's where he'd eat his dinner. A uh, Chipotle chill. gift card? It was not Chipotle. Oh. Where, where else do you think you can get like a good meal, somewhat healthy? I feel like it's it's it might be in the Chipotle family, not literally like you know yum brands family but just people think of it to have more healthy or healthier options um hmm fast cash i i don't particularly go to this place but we, we got them here in what Denver. place 
would be Panera. Panera, he was okay. A Panera guy. All right. That was that was his spot that he would Panera's go every night, solid. watch a movie, and then go <laughs> next day and, and go to the little combine to do that. So, yeah, Yelich. Right. What man. a story. Yeah, I think he probably had a good signing bonus. So, but that's a shame. You have to use your signing bonus on on Chipotle. You know. Yeah. Question. Real question is the real question is mm-hmm. was he getting guacamole? Ooh. <sighs> Kale's I- head. Kale said, looked up like, whoa, that is the question. What, did he splurge <laughs> on the guac? That is the did question. Did he charm them into getting free guac? You know, did did his, yeah, exactly. Were did. the Chipotle guys like, oh, look at this nice young man. Perhaps his parents had to take out a second mortgage on their home in order to fund the the guacamole purchase on top of that. He's like, all right, look, son, I know you're, you're harder for some cash. You, if you cover the burrito and or bowl, well, not and, but just or bowl, Mm-hmm. We'll cover your guacamole. You got any more gossip? <laughs> I got one. I got one more. So in 2023, Major League Baseball will start implementing a national anthem clock to keep the pace of games. I love this. <laughs> I uh, at a at a uh, saber convention a couple years ago, there was uh, research done, and it was like, hey, here are a couple of the things that will shave off some time, and one of them was God bless America. You know, uh, before the seventh inning stretch. And it's like, I get it. We like it. It's also not our national anthem. It's yeah. just a good song. That's like two and a half minutes that you can lop off. So stands to reason that maybe they would actually do something like that. I, I would be fine with it. Yeah. Well, it's, it's definitely a rumor, oh. you know. Yeah, you, you don't want that to go out, actually. Maybe it's something we should talk about after the Luke Weaver, Robbie Ray incident. Because that game, yeah. they were out there four minutes after... That game was supposed to start. Wow. Yeah. That's a long time. It's a long time. Well, also, if you just have like a backing track where, you know, the people want to, you know, sing and, hey, look, if you're doing a good job on that. Oh, you think a backing track so the person stays on pace? That could work. Interesting. That could actually work. Interesting. Yes. Maybe for the kids, at least. When the kids go out. Some of the kids that come and sing the national anthem at Coors Field. They're all over the... They they need training. Folks. But, you know, they're out there having fun. It's called group packages. That is why (laughs) the Rockies will forever have children singing the national anthem. When school is in session, you can sell more tickets that way. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. That's all the gossip I got, Patrick. That's plenty. That's plenty of gossip. It was uh, Aaron Judge. We'll see what happens with him because... Uh, he got shortchanged mm-hmm. in that bat because that game, Sunday Night Baseball, they, it got called because of the rain. He was on deck. So he would have had at least one more at bat. I know. Maybe That's two. so frustrating. That was pretty wild. That's East Coast weather for you. Just a damn mess. Yeah. Yeah, I'm hearing $300 million plus. He oh. bet on himself. It should be $300 million. He bet on himself. That's actually, I love the way this season has played out for him because he bet on himself. Yeah. Yeah, he, he goes back a little ways with uh, with Aaron Munoz, and I asked him about that, and we were had both kind of said, like, that's probably the best season someone has ever had going into free agency, mm-hmm. like, like setting a record like that. Yeah. So uh, he very much is going to get paid, um, much like Luis Castillo got paid, and much like everybody out there is going to get paid if they're using code DNVR just about anywhere, everywhere, going in our description, uh, watching us on YouTube and the DNVR Sports Channel doing that. Uh, but we got three games against the Gents. You got a Susie show there on on Wednesday. Yeah, Drew Goodman on Thursday, Friday. We'll uh, we'll have a show together there. And, and but I'll be about, in LA. You will be. I will be doing the show from LA. I got to figure out where I'm doing the show in LA. Yeah. But I'll be I'll be in LA. We got a good lineup this week, show we wise. We do. Well, we always do. We always do. Look, it, it, we are the leadoff hitters of our own, you know, <laughs> week of podcasts and shows. <laughs> We're pretty good. We, we're like Charlie Blackman and Ricky Henderson, all-time leadoff hitter great. <laughs> well said, Patrick. You guys can decide who's who there on that front. But <laughs> uh, you don't have to decide to get all the best uh, Rockies content. We've got it all in one spot on Twitter at DNVR underscore Rockies. At Patrick D. Lyons is where I'm at on Twitter. And you can find me at the Susie Hunter on all platforms. This has been fantastic as always. But you know what they say about momentum? What do they say? It's only as good as your next show. So Susie, we'll see you tomorrow.